now I'll put that to one side because now it's time to say very good afternoon to Michael Baker, ep- epidemiologist, the man who needs, he genuinely, look, he needs no introduction, doesn't he? Does he? Uh, Michael, good afternoon. Yeah, kia ora. Um, so what do we know about Omicron in terms of the latest, you know, it's a, it's virulence, it's infectiousness, and how much should we, we should be uh, freaked out by it, if I could use Rod Jackson's words from a few months ago. Yes. Um, well, look, we, we should be concerned, um, and we don't really want um, this variant in New Zealand on top of the Delta variant outbreak. And the reason we can tell from looking at the experience overseas um, that this is going to just be an, an added um, burden on health and it will be hard to control. And the, the problem is that it's still um, the same virus, essentially. It's still transmitted the same ways. It's just uh, more infectious and it, it partially evades some of the immunity we've got from vaccination and, and uh, natural immunity from exposure to this virus before. So we should really do our best to keep it out, at least until we know more about how it's behaving overseas. What, what do we need to see to know more? Is it just a question of data and a little bit more time? <clears throat> the, the hardest thing to know with these new variants is if they're more virulent or not, or less virulent. So in other words, um, if, they, if it infects you, um, doesn't make you sicker, doesn't increase your chance of going to hospital and potentially dying from this infection, and that actually is a very hard thing to measure early on because there are so many what we call confounding factors that are affecting um, how it's playing out in different places. So if it seems to be a milder infection in South Africa, we don't know if that will translate into a milder infection in the UK or Australia or New Zealand. Mm. Michael Roman here, nice to, to see you again. Last time I saw you was in an art shop in Wellington. Nice to bump into you again here. So we understand that the third shot, often called the booster, that part of the regimen is very important in terms of what we're dealing with with Omicron. But would we ever need to go into a lockdown again, a full lockdown, or should they be more localised? Yeah, hopefully we'll never need to have a lockdown again. And remember, we have um, the great defence of still running uh, quarantine at our borders. And we know this is able to keep these new variants out. Uh, we went for six months before we unfortunately had the Delta variant outbreak starting in August. Uh, but this system does work. And uh, unfortunately, it does mean that we'll have to delay our border reopening for a period until mm. we know what we're dealing with. So if we were to just carry on with the current timetable and say, look, um, you can come in, in large numbers from Australia in, in January and um, just um, yeah. self-isolate at home, we know that wouldn't keep this, this variant out for long. Do you think we're going to see a change in those border settings? Well, I think the, this is the big question that government really has to resolve is um, can we tolerate having this variant circulating widely in New Zealand? Mm. And uh, we can already see um, how it's likely to behave from what it's doing in Australia and the UK. How confident can we actually be in our quarantine? Now, I'm a little unnerved that you know the cases in lakes get sent up to Auckland because I, I finally realised how sensitive I am to the notion of another outbreak in Auckland. But how much can we trust our quarantine? Well, we know it's it's never going to be perfect because of the human factor. I mean, if you've got hundreds or actually several thousand people who are being looked after in 
uh, hotels, which are not dedicated quarantine facilities. And obviously it's a 24-7 operation with many shifts of staff, 30 or so of these facilities around the country. Um, mistakes happen, and, and that's the problem. And the other um, thing is, of course, the numbers of people coming in with this, this variant. I mean, typically we were getting about two cases of Delta variant cases arriving into MIQ every day, quite small numbers that's fairly sustainable. But today we had, I think, eight cases, and mm. um, I imagine several of them would have been Omicron. And that's the pattern that um, if we start to see uh, 10 or 15 or 20 new cases a day arriving at MIQ, that'll put huge pressure on it. Yeah, so five more cases of Omicron, only six in ICU, which is such a blessing for our healthcare workers. Just take me back a step. How is it that this can be vastly more contagious, Omicron that is, but we're seeing symptoms that aren't so concerning? Why? Well, it depends very much on uh, the population it's circulating in, because what's changed across the globe now is almost everyone has been exposed to either vaccine or um, this wild, uh, or, the, or the circulating virus. So everyone's got, uh, almost everyone across the globe now has got some immunity. And so it's not a blank slate anymore. And that's why um, it's hard to know how a new variant will necessarily behave in a population like New Zealand. But Australia is a good place to look at because they've been similarly highly vaccinated. So that's why we'll need a bit more time and even in the UK, they're saying they'll need to probably about, uh, it'll take until about New Year's Eve to really know how serious this new variant is in their population, which is now quite highly vaccinated and has quite a bit of natural immunity. It was interesting listening to Tony Blakely uh, with Francesca this morning, and he, I don't want to put it too crudely, uh, but you know he said that um, there would be two choices, whether we continue to try and suppress it or whether we end up sort of living with it if it turns out to be less virulent. Um, of a strain but I guess the question would be there's quite a possibility that we might not even get to make that choice if it is in fact infect as infectious as we think. Yeah no I mean it, it will be tough to keep it out but I think it's doable and I think the main reason to keep it out is to know more about it before it circulates and also to get a higher portion of the population having their booster vaccine we, because we know that people will do much better with that third dose and also we've obviously still got a few people to get their first and their second doses but now and obviously vaccinating children as well so all of those things will improve our chances if we do get this virus circulating widely i mean most countries given the choices new zealand's got or the options would be would, would, would say let's postpone that until we've got our vaccine levels up to a, a high um, proportion of the population so the TGA in Australia, they have approved the vaccine, the community Pfizer vaccine for children 5 to 11. Any date for launch for takeoff here? Well, um, government said that in January, late January, they'll be rolling out the vaccine for children down to five years of age. And so I think that's going to be really helpful. Uh, and obviously, you, you know, it takes a few weeks before you give the first dose and the, waiting for the second dose and so on. But the other big priority is that uh, many New Zealanders are now eligible for their booster dose because it's more than six months since their mm. their second dose. And only about half, I think, have taken it up yet. Mm. So I think we've got to get going on that. And that's really is um, up to um, all of those who are eligible. 
And I imagine that we'll hear this coming week if yeah. governments decided to bring forward that that interval. Yeah. So that, that'll be an opportunity for a lot of people to get more protection. Excellent. Uh, look, we just want to say a very big uh, thank you to the time you've spent. Look, not just on our show, but you've uh, clearly become one of the faces that everyone has got to, to know and love because of the time you've spent helping uh, inform us on this. So thank you so much for your time this year, Michael. We really appreciate it. Oh, yeah, and great to talk to you guys. And also, I think the New Zealand media has been largely very good at getting the message out and sticking to the facts and just supporting the education of New Zealanders, getting us all up to speed. Yep. And I think overall, making most people in New Zealand feel part of the, the collective um, response. And and really, yep. the, the overall response from New Zealanders has been really great by world standards. Merry Excellent. Christmas, Michael. Merry Thank Christmas. You. Thanks very much. Same to you. Great to talk. Yep. Thanks. Uh, this is the Weekend Collective, Politics Central, back in a, just a moment.